Welcome to the Roaring Twenties Podcast. I am your host, Peter Torres. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday. We are here getting to the middle of January. For this episode, I have a few segments that I will try to implement for every single episode that we have going on going forward. The main headline of the episode will be talking about um, my red flags and my green flags. Uh, when it comes to, you know, the dating scene and meeting women and things like that. So I'm glad to get into that. I took some time out of my day to, you know, break that down and, and, you know, be honest in terms of what I actually, you know, the, how it says the, the green flags and the red flags. So, so yeah, we can get into the episode. Let me, before we get into the episode, let me break down an ad. Yes, we have an ad for the Roaring Twenties podcast. We are moving places. We are getting to places. If you want to have an ad or something that you would like to promote on the podcast, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. And we have an ad right here. When you give to charity, how much impact will your donation actually have? This question can be hard. It's if it, if not impossible to answer. Most charities can't tell you how much your money will be used or how much good it will accomplish. You may know it could theoretically help a cause, but how? Or more importantly, how much? If you want to help people living in poverty with evidence-backed, high-impact charities, I recommend you check out GiveWell. GiveWell spends over 40,000 hours each year researching charitable organizations and only directs funding to a few of the highest-impact, evidence-backed opportunities they've found. Over 100,000 donors have used GiveWell to donate over $1 billion. Rigorous evidence suggests that these donations will save over 150,000 lives and improve the lives of millions more. And using GiveWell's research is free. GiveWell wants as many donors as possible to make informed decisions about high-impact giving. They publish all of their research and recommendations on their site for for free, no sign-up required. They allocate your tax-deductible donation to the charity or fund you choose without taking a cut. Go to GiveWell.org to find out more or to make a donation. That's GiveWell.org, GiveWell.org to find out more or make make a donation. All right. First ad read. Many more to come. All right. Let's get into the episode. Hit it. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the episode. So now we've started. It is January 12th, I believe, based on this Thursday. It is late. I am tired. I have worked, worked out. I've showered. Now I am sitting here in my 8x6 apartment in New York City, Manhattan, of the beautiful city of Turtle Bay in Midtown East. I have a few segments. Again, some things I want to implement for every single episode going forward, so it gives me some incentives or some talking points to talk about besides just having one main subject to go over. So I want to start off with the first segment is just who's chatting. I call who's chatting of the week. When I mean who's chatting, it's, you know, what's what's going on, something that's something that you like to highlight. Um, I'm sure when I have guests on, I'll have 
I'll have to include them in these segments. But my who's chatting of the week is sobriety. I said, I'm, I know I mentioned last week that I am doing a dry January. Sadly, I believe I will have to have a one day hiatus this upcoming Saturday. I know I'm meeting up with a bunch of, um, you know, some some old friends that I haven't seen in quite some time for for a good reason. I know I was getting all serious last episode talking about brunch, but again, moderation will be the key um, for this weekend. So, you know, I've discussed it with my friends and I think they were pretty upset if I were to, you know, not include myself in the activities that are going on. So um, I think I will be enthusiastic happy you know happy to be celebrating with my friends you know i haven't seen most of these people in quite some time so excited for that but yeah sobriety is my who's chatting this week i have not drank it all this month considering you know it's been over a week i've worked out about six or seven times now already this month my body feels great my energy feels great i'm eating you know real foods real i'm not ordering out i'm eating you know actual meals i've been cooking a lot washing dishes staying on top of my game in terms of that staying on top of work gym sleep repeat last weekend i did not go out at all friday i actually went out with my friend and she also was doing a dry january and we went to four bars and no drinks strictly seltzers and limes it was impressive I think one thing that took, that got me out of it was, you know, I think alcohol really, you, you know, we stay out late in New York City, obviously, till you know, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. You know, it was around 2 a.m. I was ready to fall asleep at the bar. I guess that's how you're not used to the alcohol. You know, when you drink alcohol, you don't really think of the time or anything like that. So it's like definitely threw me off in terms of how how late we stay out. You know, I was, I was literally falling my eyes were like falling asleep at the bar at around two o'clock. I mean, I didn't drink anything. So that was one thing. The other thing, maybe just to think about it, the importance, you know, besides the fact of sobriety, funny story this weekend, me and my friend go to a pretty relatively prestigious bar, just me and her. We didn't think anything of it. We were just like, let's go check it out. We're not doing anything right now. It's a little early in the night. We get to the bar. The bar, the lady at the bar says, do you have a reservation? Now, obviously, this is not, this is a bar. So we don't have a table. It's two people. We don't have a table. But for some reason, the both of us decided to dress extremely, well, not extremely, but a little bit over the top in terms of how we want to present ourselves. We didn't wear you know, I didn't wear ripped jeans or like skinny jeans. And, you know, I wore loafers, uh, nice pea coat, nice sweater, my circle glasses. You know, I was I was dressing to the nines a little bit and we wanted to check out the spot. And my friend, obviously, she looks great, too. We get there. The lady goes, do you have any reservations? We have no reservations. So we go. We notice that behind us, there's, you know, a gr- two or three groups, but that's like six or seven people. And it's just me, and obviously they look a little underdressed for, I guess, this place. I, I've never been to this place, so I never, I've, I've never seen it. But for some reason, the head lady, I guess, denied these people, and then she came up to me and my friend, and, and she said, "Hey," she's like, "I know we said it's reservations only, but we're only gonna take it." She's like, "Just stay on the side and wait for like ten minutes, and we'll see what we can do." And we were like, "Okay, well, we were gonna meet up with other friends later, but you know, they were that was later." And right now we were like, all right, we're here. We might as well just stay. 
give it 10 minutes later. You know, they both, you know, they, they did like, it was a woman at the door. They look, they look at us up and down. You know, I don't know if she was gay, straight, whatever, but you know, they look, they, two of them, both women checked us out, looked at us for like, all right, we're going to get these people in. So I guess the point of the message is some days when, if you decide to dress up, you know, dressing up there, there are pros to dressing up and looking, you know, presentable and not, not, you know, flashy or whatever, or, you know, if you look the part and look, and if you understand the vibe of the bar you're trying to go to, you know, maybe you'll get lucky. And in terms of, you know, maybe the bouncer will be nice in terms of if they see what you're wearing. So, um, it was hilarious. We get in, we're both dead sober. Every single person there is so drunk as a skunk or on some sort of drug or something. Regardless, the bar was really fun. I thought it was a really funny story, but the fact that we were sober (laughs) while we were in there was uh, quite the scene. The bar is called Joy Face, by the way, if you're from not from New York City. Very great, you know, 80s music, good vibe, you know, very Soho-esque, New York City-looking glamorous type of vibe. Um, Obviously, big disco ball. You know, that was a good time, so. But the point of the matter is, my who's chatting is sobriety. Um, Saturday, my mother came into the city. My brother came into the city, had it. We fucking crushed it we had an amazing day we went to little island people in new york city little island beautiful park we went to my buddy's rooftop showed my mom his rooftop he obviously has a great view of all that stuff beautiful and then we saw the greatest musical i think i mean i i don't go i don't go to many musicals i've only been to about two or three i think i've seen jersey boys mary poppins and Michael Jackson, MJ, the musical, this show. Now, if you're not a Michael Jackson fan, I can't speak on behalf of you. If you are a Michael Jackson fan, you got to go see this fucking show, man. I was out of my seat. My mom was screaming, dancing, you know, having such a great time. And, you know, we, we, we were speechless at the end. I didn't want the show to end. My mom got unbelievable seats. This was on behalf of four this was our Christmas present um, for the three of us to go see the show together. So, you know, I was listening to Michael Jackson all day. Next day I was listening to it on when I was walking home from the Broadway show to my apartment and, you know, RIP it's, he, he is so, so, so good. And I can understand why my mom loves him so much and, and how, how much he appreciated him probably growing up. She was telling me the stories of, you know, when his songs first came out, like the thriller music video, things like that. So again, a successful sober weekend you know just a reminder this is you know this is a calling for people that you know you can have fun on the weekend you don't have to drink in order to have fun as long as you keep yourself busy you know plant try to plan things out try to again that's one of the things that we had we had a set plan not many things included included drinking alcohol and we were all kind of on the same page of that and we still had an amazing amazing saturday so and then Sunday, you know, wake up and just uh, worked out and watched football. So good sober weekend. That's who. That's my who's chatting of the week. Sadly, I do not think I will be fully completely sober going on forward. I know I said I had dry January, but again, it'll be in moderation. You know, these are some people that I haven't seen in a while. So we'll go from there. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. So that is the first segment that we have. Who's chatting of the week? The next segment I have, and now I'm going to get a little bit more. You know, not not dark, but you know, more of 
a rant. This is a new segment. It's called Be Real. For those that do not know what Be Real is, it's a little ironic. Ironic. Technically, what a Be Real is, you take a picture. It's, it essentially is Instagram, but it's like Instagram and Snapchat combined, where you will get a notification throughout the day. You don't know what time it is, whether it's random. It could be at 10 p.m. It could be at 11 a.m. You never know. But the point of the Be Real is to take the picture. You have two minutes to take the picture of what you're doing. And essentially, that shows that you're being real. Now, it takes a picture of your front camera and back camera simultaneously to show what you're actually up to. The point of the app is to not actually show, you know, obviously, Instagram is more of a business card. And we try to look glamorous and try to look super, super nice and super pretty and things like that. So Be Real is a little bit different. My buddies are kind of like, I'm on it. Um most of my friends are not on it, but this segment is called Be Real because I know I, I mentioned last week, I think I'm, I be real a lot. So essentially the point of this segment is to say, you know, it's my my way of getting a rant out um, for the week. So my Be Real of the week, let me be real, is New Year's gym people. Now, obviously I've mentioned many times I am a member of the gym. I like going to the gym a lot. There's a story from Equinox. To those who don't who don't know what Equinox is, it's a very, it's supposed to be an exclusive type of gym. I've never personally had a membership there. I've been inside of one before. The equipment's very nice. It's usually not super packed, and it's a big gym chain across New York City. It's not necessarily supposed to be, you know, and it's insanely expensive i believe i want to say it's almost 300 dollars or more a month which is insanity for a gym what i pay currently is around 90 dollars a month because there's some like work discount amongst crunch gym i believe crunch is about a hundred dollars in new york city just to be transparent but equinox three almost three times more of that you know, I'm not I'm not going to Equinox there. I'm going to I'm gonna to go to something that's a little bit more affordable, despite the you know not as the the nice not I mean I do think Crunch is solid, so Crunch Crunch does the job for me, but with that said, Equinox created a I don't know how hard put this rule was, but the gym did not allow newcomers for the month of January. Which in hindsight hurts, you know, obviously their overall sales because more and more people would obviously want to come in and, you know, get a gym membership. But personally, for someone that goes to the gym a lot, it gives me some, you know, I would appreciate that because I'm at Crunch and the first time I went to the gym, well, January 4th or 5th, you know, There was so many goddamn people that I've never seen before ever in my life. Now I'm all for getting back in shape. I'm all for, you know, if you're feeling, you know, out of shape and you want to get back into shape, I'm all for it. But for the people that, you know, really stick to it, that have been in the, in the area in and out, you know, I've I've been at this crunch for about over ever since I moved here. So over a year and a half now. These these last few days have been the most people 
to like the most fr- like I've never seen they got a, a decent amount of cardio equipment there. I have never seen this many people like literally every single cardio equipment. Like I've never had to wait for a cardio equipment ever. Um it's just a flat out zoo. So many different people I've never seen before. And now it has to be it has to correlate with New Year's resolutions. Now, while well, I mentioned the Equinox thing, I think that I think that as a member, I would appreciate that so much more. But being that you know, I I, I go to a Crunch Fitness, which is a step below. You know, I'm sure you know they need to keep the sales up and they help the sales because the purpose of why Equinox did this is you know they want people they want long term commitments to these gyms, I guess. So they don't want you to just, you know, get a get a a membership, flood all of the loyal customers and the loyal customers that have they've had for, you know, similar to me with Crunch over time. You know, they get upset because then it gets like a zoo, kind of similar to what I've been going through. So now I need to try and alternate and try and not go towards like the busy hours, obviously, you know, five, seven people that come after work. I haven't really tried to change my routine too much. I'm just trying to, you know hopefully weed out the people that eventually the new year resolutioners you know eventually will head out so we'll see where it goes from there but yeah the the new year's resolution people it's been a it's been a fucking zoo for the most part in the gym however you know it is what it is i give respect to the people that want to lose weight you know it's a lot of new people i've never seen before so but that's my be real of the week just you know let me be real let me rant let me let me get something off my chest that these these people you know i i I agree with what equinox has done despite it might be somewhat of a hot take but it is what it is Uh, i mean i'm still gonna go to the gym nothing's gonna stop me in terms of that but it's just something for me to vent about because there's way too many fucking people that are in this gym now um it's annoying but you know i'll push through uh you know i'm still getting my workouts in it's just some a little bit maybe a little bit too longer maybe a little bit longer than I would be hoping for because I have to wait for some machines and some weights and some even cardio equipment for God's sake so it is what it is but we move we move on we keep pushing and maybe I'll make a change I probably won't but my routine you know work work gym eat sleep you know it's been it's been a good grind so far you know it just I I've had to stay a little bit longer at the gym lately just because of how many new people are there. All right. Now, those are my two segments. I have a few other segments, but those are for when guests will come. So when the time comes, I'll, I'll be able to implement those segments. But now let's get into some of the juicy stuff. Um, the red and green flags. I know I set up a poll on my Instagram saying whether to do red flags or green flags based on or New York City eating. I would love to do an episode on New York City eating, explaining and breaking down, you know, grocery stuff and restaurants and bars and drinks and what the prices are like for people that don't live in the city and what that's like and, you know, the variety. But but I listen to the people. I listen to the people and what they want, what, what they want me to say and talk about. So when I talk about my red flags and green flags, whoever may be offended, whatever, you know, this is my podcast. I'm going to say whatever I want. So. I will start with the positives. What I find. Let me rephrase this real quick. What the green flags I find in women. 
these are in no particular order. I have a notes app right here with all of these. Um, I would like to have some sort of humor in this, but some sort of seriousness in this at the same time. So starting off with the first green flag that I have is confidence and respect for yourself. You know, if you now I don't mean to flaunt that, you know, girls can dress however they want. I personally, as a boyfriend, I would not, you know, be one to say you're not going to go out dressing like that. You can dress whatever the fuck you want. You know, that's that's me. I'm easy going with that. But. I think, you know, confidence and, you know, standing up for yourself, respect for yourself and understanding who you are as a person, you know, not taking any shit. Obviously, you know, some whoever I am with in the future will give you shit. But, you know, obviously you have some sort of respect for yourself and you're not going to take disrespect from other people. And you have, you know, confidence in who you are. And if you're going to do something, at least have that confidence, have that, you know, aura, I guess. You know, that, that, that to me, I find that attractive, you know, whatever you want to do, if you do it with confidence and you do it with, you know, convincing matter, you know, I think that's a good thing. I think that that shows that, you know, what, who you are and what you're capable of doing. So, um, that's the first one. My second one is emotional intelligence slash can take a joke. Now I think emotional intelligence is a phrase that's used very lightly in our generation, um, it kind of gets thrown around a lot, but, you know, just slash can take a joke. That's what I said. So if you're able to joke around, you're able to have fun. You know, obviously, if if my friends are around, my friends, obviously, about 90% of the things we say are a joke or sarcastic or, you know, things you're not going to understand. So I'm not going to ask you to, you know, crack jokes back at us. But if you could, you know, if there is something, then, you know, be able to take a joke and, you know, not cry or, you know, bug out or scream about something that like, you know, that uh, that turns you the wrong way, that you're able to chuckle and laugh with us um, and not think that we're laughing at you um, in terms of my friends. Um, but, yeah, I guess just emotional intelligence again, that's that's something that I find is a green flag that's able to, you know, be able to gel within you know, conversations that I have amongst, whether that be with my parents or my friends or my brother, you know, whatever that is, I think that's awesome. So um, next I have a spontaneous. I am relatively spontaneous for the most part. If you ask my friends um, for all the trips that we've had over the past few years in our 20s, I think I've gone to basically almost everything in terms of what we have you know, whether that be the cross-country trips, whether that be, you know, going down to a football game like at Penn State, for example, you know, things like that. I'm always down. Being down for things, I think, is a big green flag rather than you saying, I just want to stay in or forcing me to stay in or, you know, things like that or giving me shit if I stay in or something like that. You know, I think being spontaneous in terms of, you know, being outgoing and saying like, or being even the one that to, that wants to set things up in the beginning, you know, if you're like, hey, let's go for a hike or tomorrow or something like that. Or if it's like nine o'clock and you want to do something, you know, out of the ordinary, you know, that out of the ordinariness, you know, I think that's attractive in terms of rather just staying in and just eating a meal and just watching Netflix. You know, I'm not huge into the whole binging a show thing anymore. It's not really my thing. Um, So. Being spontaneous, I think, is a very good thing. Next one is has goals and values and expresses them. Showing desire to want something and having goals, you know, that's attractive. 
in my opinion. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm trying to get better at, you know, setting, you know, certain goals for myself and where, where I can be in a year from now, in two years from now, having some sort of set plan. You know, that's, I'm not saying a step plan for every single thing, every single day, but at least some sort of realm of where you see yourself and where you want to grow yourself into as an individual. I think that's attractive. I think that's when people, you know, when girls, you know, have a set idea of who they are, where they're going, what do they value, how they're going to get there. You know, those things, you know, I'm not saying you have to scream it to the rooftops, but I feel like that's something that should be open communication amongst, you know, me and my significant other or whatever that case may be. I think being, you know, you're having goals and pursuing them. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And I'm, and I, I, again, I'm one to be a full supporter of whatever, but there has to be something there. You know, I, 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 again, I don't like people that are just go through the motions and just sitting down and laying back and just, you know, just going, taking it day by day in just terms of like, you know, just wasting days, you know, things like that. So, um, next similar music taste, um, going, not maybe when I mean similar, I don't mean a hundred percent. I think that's a little bit weird if it's a hundred percent, probably like 60%, 70%, you know, you'll vibe with what I vibe with things like that. So that's pretty cut and dry. There's nothing, there's nothing to really dive into that. Just similar music taste, not, not a, a whole 360. Um, and then lastly is a green flag is just not picky with food. You know, I, I eat, you know, I obviously like to stay on top of my diet a little bit in terms of my macros and things like that. But, you know, not being not picky with food. And, you know, if you stick to only two things, you know, I don't like that. You know, like if you're if my mom is cooking a meal and you eat only one out of the four things of that meal, you know, that's going to that's going to irritate me. You know, I want someone that's like open to eating, you know, whatever um, that's that's willing to try things. So I think that's a green flag in terms of, you know, if you're not picky with your food and you're, you know, you like to eat. Um, now we can get into the red flags. Some of these are a little, some of these are, I, I would assume these are kind of a little bit more funny in ter- the funnier realm. I, at least I'll hope for, hopefully, you know, try to make some laughs out of this part. But some of the red flags that I find in girls or whoever I would have my significant other be. Number one, of these again, this is actually not an order, but mean to parents or family members. If you are mean, if you're a woman and you're mean to your mom, God forbid it's what it's like behind doors. If you're mean in front of friends, family members, like if you are like, you can bicker and, and do whatever, but if you're just blatantly disrespectful to your parents in front of you know, me, that is a huge red flag because that is going to be me. If, if I were to stick with that person, you know, the, like, and I've seen friends and I've seen, you know, other people in my life have significant others be mean to their parents in front of them. And with all, like all means, that is a big no, no. Cause what would make me want to stay with that long term? If I know that's how you're going to treat, you know, these are your family members. These are your closest people. Like my mom's my best friend. My dad's my best friend. You know, I love them with my whole heart. 
you know, my brother is my best friend, you know, so treating family members with any, you know, blatant disrespect as if you're like a teenager, that is just a no big, big red flag. Second, um, have the diet of a child. Now, I just mentioned that before with the other food. If you eat like the same two things, if you're only eating pasta or butter noodles or chicken fingers and fries, that is no bueno. That is not, that's not for me. I, I am a, again, I like to go to gym. I like to stay in shape, but I also like to eat. You know, I got, there ain't no, there ain't no 5% body fat people in my family if we're being transparent. You know, again, my family, if you're listening, I love you all. You know, I'm Latino. You know, we don't, there's no, there ain't no six packs with the Latinos, the Peruvians. You know, not to be just, I, I'm just keeping it real. No, I'm, I'm, and again, I'm trying to get there, but it's damn hard. My, my genetics are not exactly helping me. So if you are only eating, you know, fries and chicken fingers, you know, you're, you're suckering up your air fryer. You have no idea how to cook. And all you do is eating just things out of the, the freezer, freezer food, or, or you have, you're getting chicken fingers or fries that like some very like, you know what I mean? Like, being able to venture out and and try different things, I like that more. I don't like people that, you know, if you're going to an Italian restaurant, you get the same dish every single time. You know, I'm I for one, when I go to restaurants, I typically ask the waiter or waitress. I ask, despite if there's some things I may not like about it, I say, What's what's the best dish? What do you guys like? What do you guys like? Because they know. They're the ones that know. And if they say something that throws me off a little bit, there's still a good chance I'm probably going to order it, you know, just to find out. If it's the best dish, that's what you say. I'm going to trust the person that actually works here, you know, because I got some flexibility when it comes to my taste buds, you know. I'm willing to try new things. Next, um, this is pretty straightforward. If they talk like this, if they talk like this, talk like a human being. I mean, if you're a teenager, let it slide. Maybe I mean I'm not dating a teenager. I'm 25 years old, but someone in the mid 20s, if they if they talk like this, like literally, super. I mean, there are some Long Island or Jersey accents like that. I get that, but it's if it's blatant, if it's you see it like in the movies. I don't really think people are bad about that anymore. I don't think girls are are that bad about that anymore, but. You know, you still see some here and there. If it's like literally they talk like this, some of it, it's a little too much. It's a little too much. I can't, I, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, next I have a super materialistic. If you're, if you're asking me for freaking thousand dollar Gucci bags, I mean, I read the room a little bit, I guess. If you're only care about, you know, the, you know, I like my H&M runs. I like my TJ Maxx runs. I'm not going to get, you know, Gucci, Prada, Louis. I'm not getting that shit every day. You know, because I'm 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 the one sitting here in a six by eight apartment in New York City. You know, I'm still trying to make it out here. I'm still I'm getting there. But, you know, I'm not I'm not, you know, girls that are like super materialistic and only care about the brand more than the actual product, I think that's a big turnoff for me. I don't really enjoy that much. I think that's a red flag. Um next is doesn't drink water. <laughs> Um, there are seriously girls that don't drink water. There's a girl one time I met and she's like, I don't, I don't, she's like, I hate drinking water. I'm like, immediately, boom, done, get out. Like, I can't like, 
you need water to survive. Like that's pretty straightforward. If you don't drink water, like you are just not a healthy person. Regardless if you're skinny, fat, whatever size you are, you don't drink water. Your your insides are not okay. You gotta drink water. I, I don't understand that. Um. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's nothing more to say. You gotta drink water. If, if you if you like hate water or you don't like to drink water, that's a red flag to me. Next, now this red flag I, I would like to dive into a little bit right now. So, if you are a, the next two red flags I will break down pretty well. First one, it says doesn't watch any sports, is a red flag to me. Now I'm not gonna ask you. Whoever, you know, my significant other is, I'm not going to ask to know every single sport at every single time about every single thing that is asking too much of of them. If a girl wanted to ask me about reality TV shows, I don't know shit about that. However, for the sake of whoever my significant other is, I would be able to invest and indulge some time and understand to accommodate her conversations. Now. If, maybe this is advice for girls, if you have a boyfriend or you have a situationship that you're talking to the guy and he has a team, he has a team, if he has four teams, that's pushing too much. There's Typically, there's one team out of the teams that he roots for. Now, being from New York, Northeast, sports are huge. Hockey, basketball, baseball, football, obviously football. Islanders, Giants, Mets, Knicks. Those are my teams. Now, if I were to have my significant other, I would want her, or not necessarily want, I mean, maybe I'm getting a little bit too specific. Let me backtrack a little bit. You got to have some team in sports that you root for. You can't say, I don't watch sports, period. Now, sports have been my whole life. I am different than other guys. There might be some guys that don't give a shit about sports. I'm these are my these are my green flags. These are my red flags. You got to have a team. That's my bare minimum. You got to have a team that you care about. If you don't care about any sports at all or don't care about anything and I'll get I'm not asking you to know every player. I'm not asking you to know their schedule. I need you to give me a team that you root for passionately. And you have an some sense of an idea of what's going on within the sport. That's all I ask for. Now, if you're a female listening to this, if you want my opinion, my favorite team is the New York Mets, obviously. The Mets have a 162-game schedule. So, it's a lot. That's like, that's like watching 162 episodes of a show. That's pretty. And they're three-hour-long shows. So... Whoever my significant other will be will have some involvement in understanding the Mets. That's just how it is. But the point of the green flag is you got to have some, you got to have a team. I'm not asking you to know all four sports. I'm not asking you to know every single team. You got to have a team that you root for or have some knowledge about. If you're a girl and say, I do not like any sports I don't watch any sports, period, none. If you're one of those people, I watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Get away from me. If you watch the Super Bowl show for the commercials, get away from me. That's not me. 
I at least know some, you know, I would make an effort. You know, I'm sure girls have their shows that they like. Again, they got their reality TV shows that they like. You know, I, I will do what I can to, you know, understand a little bit to accommodate and have some conversation with them. So that's my thought when it comes to sports teams and things like that. Next, we talk about I work out a lot. I go to the gym. I think a green flag of a girl is they, not necessarily that they, again, I'm not asking for a fitness girl or a fitness god, but you got to do something. Again, same thing with the sports. They kind of go hand in hand. You got to have a team. When it comes to fitness, you got to have a niche. You got to have, whether you like to go to the gym, whether you like to go, excuse me, whether you like to go running, whether you like to go to yoga, whether you like to go to Pilates, there's got to be something that you like to do to make your health better overall. Let me say that again. You, there's got to be something. Now, again, I'm not asking for a girl to be squatting 225 for me. I'm not. That's not what I'm asking for. I'm, I think it's a green flag is a girl that is conscious of when they need to go to the gym and work out. Or, again, not just the gym, or they if they want to go for a run, if they want to do whatever they want to do. You know, fitness is a part of my life. I would assume that fitness should be a part of whoever I am with. You know, I, again, I'm not asking to be, I, I'm not asking to be a Greek goddess, but I'm saying maybe to reflect more on the red flag. If you're someone that's like, I don't work out, I don't go to the gym, I don't do anything. Again, your health is not well if you if that's like that. You know, that's not, that's not for me. Again, I go to the gym a lot. I don't want to make it my entire personality, but it's part of my life. And I care about that. You know, I want, I want to, you know, be alive for a long time, take care of my body. You know, I don't want to be extremely obese when I get old. I want to be in t- I want to stay in shape and, and, you know, continue to look good throughout my life. So again, the green flag, if you're passionate about, some realm of fitness, whether that be boxing, running, gym, Pilates, yoga, something. Just got to be something. Same thing with the sports. You got to have a team. Got to have a team of a sport. Some, some, something. Now, that was a little nice little rant right there. I got two more. Zero friends. If you got zero friends, that's something that's a problem. That's on you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know what to say. If you're only relying on me for your happiness, that is a problem. Gotta have friends. Gotta have gotta have some sort of some sort of friend group. Now I know there's a lot of debate on guy friends and girlfriends. Whether if can your girlfriend have all guy friends? Well, that was a situation that I had. I have all the respect in the world for all those guys. Personally, I think it could work as long as uh, the people who you're with, they're respectful. They understand the boundaries. They understand what's going on. Um, But as a guy, I also knew in the back of my head, there are probably some that are looking at her while I'm not there. Maybe there's some when I'm in another room and she's in the other room and, you know, maybe they're, maybe they get, they're giving them my eyes they're giving them the eyes, the look down eyes. You know, they know in the back of their head, there might be a chance and, you know, so I know guys are guys. That's just how it is. But as long as there's boundaries set, they're respectful guys. I think it, I think it works. I don't necessarily 
You know, a lot of people think it's a huge, ginormous red flag. I don't think it's a red flag. I think it's, you know, it's fine as long as, it, as again, as long as there's boundaries and you understand, you know, the ramifications, you know, amongst the, the friend group. Um, And lastly, the last red flag that I have is hates dogs. I am a dog person. Eventually, I will get a dog. I do not have a dog right now. Again, my room is small as fuck. I do not. I cannot be able to fit a dog in, in here. I can barely fit myself in here. So eventually, if there's a girl that I'm talking to that does not like dogs or dislikes dogs as a whole, and it's more of a, again, I don't dislike cats either, but if you don't like dogs, that's the problem. So that is all my red flags. That is all my green flags. I Hopefully I got a good amount of knowledge to the listeners. I'll see if I can clip some, some of these items. Let's see if we can go from there. However, I will say, despite me being exhausted, I took a I drank a Celsius yesterday before the gym, which was not a good idea, considering it was like 730. And I only got three hours of sleep last night. I have a pretty decent amount of energy for this episode, which could be brighter days ahead, which could possibly be a result from the lack of alcohol that I've consumed in my body the last two weeks. So hopefully this continues. Hopefully the people that listen to this again, thank you for responding to the poll. Thank you for listening to my episode. I appreciate that a lot. And I hope that everyone has a fantastic Thursday. Peace.